0: Hey, what's happening? This is day 36- 268. Sorry, 268. It can't be a day 268. We would be done. <laughs>
1: 368. couple extra leap here.
0: Today. Absolutely. Listen, I'm super excited about this GC365 because I get to introduce you all to one of my favorite people on the planet. Planet. <laughs> For real. See? See how she's laughing and correcting me? This is my sister. Mm-hmm. From another mister. <laughs> Christy and I were in youth ministry together. I was a youth pastor and she was your
1: administrative <laughs> assistant. <laughs> Which is some work.
0: <laughs> but through that she became part of our family. Uh, and she is a dear sister to my wife and I. My children's aunt. In fact um, when we were in youth ministry I think one of the greatest things we did was taking a trip to Ghana. Uh course it was my vision and her administrative efforts that, <laughs> that made it happen because it wouldn't have happened if it would have about, wouldn't have been without uh without Christy I'm really tired right yeah. now so here's the thing and as a result of that she found her husband yes Daniel who's been on g 365 with me before but nevertheless I know that's not where y'all came here. Y'all didn't tune in to hear Jason and Christy talk about their lives, which is pretty awesome. We came to talk about the scriptures or the scrumptious because they're magically delicious. Mm -hmm. So the the reading starts with Isaiah 45. Now today, we're just gonna take small snapshots of some of the passages uh, because I really wanna challenge us or not necessarily challenge us I don't really want to talk about a challenge that I've had with in particular with Isaiah 45. And here's the idea. Uh, and if you, you probably you read this yesterday as well. Uh, part of the issue is these earthen the clay saying to the potter. Uh, what are you doing with me? And I got to tell y'all. And if anybody knows that besides my wife, my closest friends and my sister knows this because it's one phrase that I do not like uh, that people make reference to me and have done it for a long time. Is this this word? It's a P word called pastor. I just don't like titles, and I've I haven't run from the title of being a pastor because y'all know I'm teaching pastor here. But really, I don't like that word.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's true. <laughs>
0: I just, uh, I just don't like people calling me Pastor Jason. I tolerate it now because I'm. It's more about accepting. And uh, Chris would always say, "I need to get used to it." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, Verse verse eleven says, "This is what the Lord says, the Holy One of Israel and your Creator. Do you question what I do for my children? Do you give me orders?" about the work of my hands. I am the one who made the earth and created the people to live in it. With my hands, I stretched out the heavens and the stars. So God is basically giving a rebuke like, hey, I'm God, do do you question me? I'm the one who made the children and I do with the children, with my children, what I want to do. And if making one of my children a pastor is what I'm doing. <laughs> You better do it and be okay with it. Yeah. And that's just reality. It's it's been hard for me to kind of accept the role. I don't know why, uh, but it's just harder because what I've seen pastors be. And I just like being fun, Jason. And I always thought if I I was a pastor, I couldn't be my fun self.
1: I think you can do both.
0: Thank you, Kristen.
1: God wouldn't call you to do it if you
0: didn't think you could do it. That's good. Has God ever called you to do something that you didn't like or you don't want? Yeah, a lot of stuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Give us the goods. Okay, coming on here. <laughs> <laughs> but here I am to support my brother. That is so good. But I always know it when you get like a pit in your stomach and mm. it's like you know God is calling you to do it and you get that nervousness. And it's like, or if you get, you feel like God is speaking to you and saying like, you're going to do this. And you're like, no way, I'm never doing that. And then like two or three years later down the road, you're like, oh man, now I'm doing it. And God was setting me up like to prepare me for it. And it's happened several times, but I don't, I hear it. And I'm like, no, that's not going to happen. And I don't know why I don't just listen to it and be like, okay, I have to accept this. It's going to happen. I don't know when, but just know that God is the one making it for me and if I don't listen like I normally don't when I hear that because it's something I don't want to do it would be way easier if I just listen because then I'd be like when it comes I'm like oh yeah God told me so I'm ready to go versus trying to fight it
0: yeah and it's uh I think the thing I don't like about it is something you feel how you feel yeah and even though sometimes you don't feel what you're feeling is actually wrong like the fact that people call me a pastor say I'm going to be a pastor and I don't like the feeling that I get. That's feeling, God is doing it. So it's it's wrong for me to feel like he shouldn't, but it's also a reality mm-hmm. and that, that I've struggled with for a long time. And so I realize now it's, like, it's a matter of trusting and knowing that God's plan is the best. The potter can't say to the, the clay can't say to the potter, what are you doing with me? Mm-hmm. The potter molds the clay the way that he wants to, and it does what the potter wants. So that's me. So I will pastor. Osofo. Say what? Osofo. Osofo.
1: Yeah, that's how you say it in
0: tree. Mm. Ah, nice. Osofo. <laughs> I am Osofo. Um, then you get to Isaiah. Isaiah, I love the Isaiah 40s. Um, Isaiah 46 but I want to ask this question first. What is it that God's calling you to do that you don't like? And maybe today, I'm making this recording today for the future when you listen to this. Uh, maybe last night or this morning, you said that God was calling you to do something or telling you, to, telling you to do something that you don't want to do. I'm saying like me and you, let's join each other in doing it, what God's called us to do. Now, sometimes when we don't listen to the Lord, God corrects his children, whom he loves. In verse 46, I mean chapter 46, in verse 12, listen to this, it says, Listen to me, you stubborn people Mm -hmm. (laughs) who are far from doing right. Jeez. I am ready to set things right. Now in the distant future, not in the distant future, Mm -hmm. but right now, I'm ready to save Jerusalem and show my glory to Israel. Listen to God talking. He's like, hey, Mm -hmm. y'all stubborn folks. (laughs) But man, I'm ready to restore y'all. I'm ready to get it right. And so although we serve a God who loves us enough to discipline us, we also serve a God who loves us enough to stop the discipline and bring us out of correction. That's what he was doing with Israel and Jerusalem. Mm Mm-hmm. What do you think about that, Christy?
1: (laughs) Oh, actually, I was going to say this verse can definitely apply to now because people are probably more stubborn now, I feel like, than they were back then.
0: Absolutely. Come on, somebody. That's a good two cents. Thank you. Then we get to the New Testament passage. Ephesians chapter 4. This, ah, I don't know. I like towards the middle of this chapter. It's so good to me maybe this is this is funny that this is one of the passages that I think a lot about a lot mm-hmm. uh, and I will say th- this is hysterical because of what I just said now these are the gifts Christ gave the church the apostles the prophets the evangelists and the pastors hmm. interesting and teachers. Their responsibility is this, and I I love this idea, which is weird that I love this idea so much. I'm really discovering this as I'm saying it right now. I love this part of uh, this part of chapter, chapter verse 12. I don't like verse 11 that I'm called to be a pastor. (laughs) Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. That's what God wants, and that's our, my, I know it's my responsibility to help build up the church so that the church can do the work that God's called us to do. I guess that's why I ask the question, what is it that God's calling you to do that you don't want to do? Because what you're doing has to do with the church being where it's supposed to be. So in order for the church to be where it's supposed to be, we need you to do the thing that you're supposed to do
1: church can't function if only like 10% of the people are doing the work. Everybody has to contribute.
0: And I think that's, that's one thing that I've learned a lot from you is how to stay in my place, stay in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 like, <laughs> you, you're so good at the stuff that you're great at. Like your administrative gift is absolutely amazing. And seeing you operate in your administrative gift has given me courage to make sure I stay in my (laughs) gifting.
1: Do what you're good at.
0: Yeah, life is uh, so much easier when everybody functions in their gift. Mm -hmm. That's the Ephesians piece. And we'll leave it on this proverb. A house is built by wisdom Mm -hmm. and becomes strong through good sense. Through knowledge, its rooms are filled. With all sorts of precious riches and valuables. If your house was like a, ho- if your life was like a house, what's your house look like? Is your life being built with wisdom? Is it being built with uh, and being strengthened with good sense? In other words, you just simply gotta act right. It's not rocket science. It's just live life with some good sense. So as you go through your day make wise choices, and just have some good old-fashioned common sense. Mm-hmm. If it makes good sense, sometimes you don't got to spend time mulling over the decision. Just do what makes sense if you prayed about. Ask God. If you prayed and ask God to guide you. I'm Jason Earls, and this is Christy. We're out. Peace. <laughs>